This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Yellow Home podcast. Music's greatest songs, greatest songs worth covering. Original classic hitmakers. So let's talk about I want to say the rapper logic, but actually when you see uh, what he's called and identified as, rapper is the last on the list because he's actually retired. Um, But if you speak to someone like Hass, um, the hip hop guru, obviously logic means a lot to him. and so let's talk about this man because his life is a roller coaster and things mean a lot to him. It's really nice to hear someone talk the way he does. Bear in mind, I know nothing. Before I started researching this, I was literally snow. I was snow that had not been walked in. I had no idea. Um, the song that I'm also going to play, I've done on purpose. Um, and again, has had lots to do with that when we were talking about Logic songs. Um, he has a song which is literally called a phone number. Uh, I don't mean it's called phone number. I mean it's it's 800 blah blah blah. Um, and I will give you the phone number when I'm talking about the song which interestingly is also amazing. So that bit of the story I can't wait to talk about the song and how it panned out and why and, and why Logic wrote it and all the things and connotations that go with that. The phone number is actually the national phone number um, for the suicide line in America. Okay so um, but we will talk about why he did that and it wasn't him feeling that way, by the way, um, but it was him understanding that other people did. Let's talk about him. So, Sir Robert Bryson Hall II, this is full title, uh, born in 1990 and known professionally as Logic, but he's called, he's American, he's called YouTuber, streamer, author, singer, songwriter, record producer, and retired rapper. There's also a story around that as well. He's a musician. Um, released six studio albums, received two Grammy Award nominations and began his music career in 2010. This guy released a mixtape. It was called Young, Broke and Infamous. And this, lots of popularity through that and also Young Sinatra. Now, all the way through the research for this um, wonderful human being um, was the fact that Frank Sinatra is his influence. Frank Sinatra, Frank Sinatra, Frank Sinatra. He even called the crew around him when he was making his bigger albums, The Rat Pack, which obviously is a reference to Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, and and um, all those guys that hung out together um, in the 50s. But Rat Pack was spelled R-A-T-T and, and all one word. But it was actually to include his producer at the time, his friends who he was close to at the time, and he called them The Rat Pack. So there he is um, with Frank Sinatra being his influence. But hip hop is his game and rap is his skill set. So it's really interesting that, that, you know, a guy who loves Frank Sinatra would actually end up in hip hop. That's how it goes. And he's a singer, too. The number that I'm talking about from the song that I'm talking about is 1-800-273-8255. Quite a long number, really. If you're actually in despair and looking for the number, you're not going to remember that. So it's not rolling off the tongue, is it? But actually, if it's in a song, then maybe it is. Um, We'll talk about that in a minute, though. Um, He's released, he released various mixtapes himself. That's how he sort of landed on the market. Um, And then was signed by an independent and then went big. And of course, this song, which is about mental health, um, was huge, absolutely huge. 
his early life is just, um, you know, it's a heart squeeze moment when you read about what he went through. So he's born in 1990 and he was born in Maryland. Um, his father was called Robert, Robert Bryson Hall. He was African-American and then he had a white mother. Um, his mother was an addict. His father was an addict. Two different things. Um, he's got seven half siblings between um, both parents, but obviously... Um, the, the illness that his parents were suffering completely dominated all of those children's lives and actually he talks very honestly about his upbringing he talks about um, how actually most of his brothers and sisters um, are actually in the game in his neighbourhood um, doing what what that neighbourhood does and even even perpetuating the illness that his parents had. So there was even a sort of a chain going on there. That's what this guy grew up in. That, that, was, that was where he was. He went to high school. Um, he, did, he, did, he said he was doing well. Then he was expelled because he, he began skipping classes and mucking about. He said the only, and this is interesting, the only thing he was doing well in was English. But because that was the only subject he was doing well in, they were like, whatever. And they just got rid of him. Now, of course, you don't get to rap, rhythm and poetry, if you don't have a good knowledge of the English language. And really interesting that there's that chaos going on around that child's life. Uh, but the one thing that he kept he kept strong was his use of the, in, of, of the English language, which then, of course, became his career. So at the age of 13, um, he met... Um, a guy called Solomon Taylor, who would so soon become his mentor. Um, and it was um, Solomon Taylor that introduced him to rap and hip hop. He watched um, a Quentin Tarantino film, Kill Bill. Amazing. Kill Bill, volume one. That's one of those films that's a rite of, rite of passage. Um, but the thing is, the score was written by RZA. Am I saying that right? From the Wu-Tang Clan. Raza, come R on, hit me. Rizza, yeah. Rizza, Rizza, there we go. <laughs> Look, it was 50-50. <laughs> but you got it right, though. Okay, well, second time around. <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan, that one, I know. Um, and uh, he was listening to them, and he just said he sat there going, I have got such, this is his quote, deep affection for this music, deep, deep love for hip-hop. Um, he then bought the Roots album, Do, Do You Want More? And uh, that, that prompted... Um, a sort of a large number of Solomon Taylor to then buy Logic a large number of CDs with instrumental beats on and that's where Logic started to get his groove and um, from that so this is what this is what 13 14 sort of years old he started getting his groove on he had a, a great use of the English language and he had this beats and this music that he loved along with Frank Sinatra in the back of his mind and off he went and did loads of, of kind of mixtapes about Frank Sinatra so all of that is going on he went on to have wonderful album releases everything was good and then he got to 2000 and wait, yeah, 2000, 2020, actually, it was July the 24th, 2020. Um, Logic started streaming full time um, and he got this exclusive deal with Twitch. Um, on Twitch, he mainly produces beats, he chats with fans, he plays video games um, and he played uh, media, sorry, video games with media influencers um, called um, PewDiePie and um, M Beast and um, Pokimane and um, Corpse Husband. 
<laughs> I am there going, wow. Wow. I think I'd like a job as just coming up with these random names. Like, this is Chairleg, the influencer. Um, this is... Um, you know, wallpaper. I mean, just so random. Anyway, showing my age. So that's what he does. But the thing is, he retired as a rapper. He became a father mm. and he just said, do you know what? It's fine. I'm going to do this. And he was obviously offered a lot of money um, by Twitch. And so that's what he does now. Um, <clears throat> he says that while growing up, you know, he, he's the thing that I love about him from the research that I've done, and I obviously don't know him like you do, um, Hass. Uh, I tend to feel that if you've got immense passion for someone, they're normally a good human being because because you're the the way you are as a human, Hass. So I already was drawn to him from the passion that you had for him. But the things that he's admitted to as a child, the things that he went through, the honesty that he's shown, um, and and the things that he said he knows how to do. Um, obviously, if you want to research this yourself, you can actually sort of investigate what it is that I'm saying because I'm, I'm tiptoeing through the tulips. Children don't need to hear some of the stuff um, that Logic talks about. Certainly, no child should ever be exposed to it. Um, but he's very open and says, I know how to do this and I know how to do that. And when you've got a child at the age of 10 that knows how to do that, um, you can understand what kind of upbringing they had. And then he still managed to come out the kind of human that he is that is literally remarkable so let's talk about the song that i'm going to play of this amazing human being 1-800-273-8255 that is the name of the song um, it's got guest vocals from alicia cara and khalid it was released um, on the 27th of april 2017 through visionary music group but also through def jam records and it was the third single from logic's third album there we go those are the stats um, the number, the phone number, is for the American National um, Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's called NSPL. Um, Logic also produced it, along with Six. Um, and it had lots of other people involved in it. Drew, Drew Taggart of the Chainsmokers is in there too. Um, but it peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot 100 and then got nominated for Song of the Year, Best Music Video, and um, was nominated at the 50th, 60th Annual Grammy Awards. The bit that's really interesting is what he said and the background to this song. Why would someone write this song? Because um, from everything I've read, I don't feel that Logic suffers from mental health issues. I don't get that. Maybe he does. Maybe the childhood that he's had has left him um, bruised and battered. But that's not what I'm getting. I'm not seeing a broken soul. He actually uses the English language and his music as a completely cathartic process. He's very open about the things he went through and what he's seen. And then he said this. Now, I'm going to try and uh, quote directly. Um, but obviously, there are some bits that I, I can't really go into. He said, talking about the song, when he was asked, so the first hook and the verse is from the perspective of someone who is calling this particular hotline because they're going downhill. And I'm paraphrasing there. <clears throat> and they, they're going downhill fast and they want to call an end to it. So when I jumped on a bus tour, um, there was a particular bus tour that he's talking about. He started in Los Angeles, he was on tour, so he's going from California and he ended up in New York City. And what he did was a fan tour. So he went to fans' houses. Did you know about this? He went to fans' houses and he basically, as we say, shared bread with them. He shared meals, he ate with them, he hung out with them. He'd play the album, um, they'd sing along. And 
some of them, you know, he just met loads and loads of people on the tour, just fans, just random people. And they would say things like this to him, your music has saved my life. You have saved my life. And he said he would go, oh, that's so nice of you. Thanks. And he'd give them a hug and stuff. But in his mind, he said he kept thinking, what on earth is this about? They're really serious. Um, he said they would have tattoos on their arm from his lyrics, um, saying that he saved their life. And it stuck with him. And he said, I wasn't trying to save anyone's life. And then it hit him, the power that he had as an artist and a voice. And he said, I can do that without trying. Imagine what I could do if I actually did try. And this is where the song comes from. 1-800-273-8255. Remember, rap, Talk To Me By House, is rhythm and poetry. And this guy, Logic, who is not old, this is his song, mm. huge, 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 just so you know the numbers on it. Um, the impact of this song, according to the National Prevention Lifeline, the NSPL, in the three weeks following the single's release, calls directed to that line rose by 27%, mm. while visits to their website was up 400,000. According to um, Billboard, the hotline received the second highest daily, daily volume call ever, mm. with 4,573 calls on the day that the song was released. And the um, Lifeline's Director of Communications, following um, the night of the MTV Music Awards, um, said that there was a 50% surge in the number of calls to their hotline mm. and that this was nothing short of amazing. And that's, and that's what made him... So after that, Ellen got him. Right. After that, uh, Grammys. He, he performed that track. Right. And then the next day, 50% increase. And that's impact. That's crazy. 50% yeah. increase yeah, yeah, in life yeah. in big numbers in the States. Yeah. 400 million people. 50% uh, is not easy number. So for me, when, when, when I saw that, obviously rap fans know logic and you know yeah. his struggle, underground events, rapping for five people, you know, right. I know logic since like seven years, eight years. Right. But then when you saw him that level where like, wow, he's like on that Boom. level, Khalas is great. Mm. And then he, he took off. After that song, he kind of... Yeah. Uh, skyrocketed Ellen got him and Khalas everybody everybody really On connected board. with the message because it was really straightforward and having people like Alicia Cara and Khalid um, uh, kind of all pushing that yeah. uh, the visuals are so dope the actual performance you should watch it video you guys watch it it's very very emotional really cool he's performing it from his heart and automatically 50% increase the next day on that number. So like you mm. said, it's not an easy number, right? No, no, no. For people to dial and call in and yeah. and, and speak. He was like, let's have a convo. Talk, yeah. don't worry. You're going to be okay. And I think it's a really powerful, very emotional track, obviously. Okay. There we go. And that's what we're going to play. So here you are. 1-800-273-8255. And this is a song, not just a number, from Logic here on The Music Greats on Yalla Home on Pulse95. I've been taking my time I feel like I'm out of my mind It feel like my life ain't mine Who can relate? I've been on a low I've been taking my time I feel like I'm out of my mind It feel like my life ain't mine I don't wanna be alive I don't wanna be alive I just wanna die today I just wanna die
the shit I'm talking about, they think they know it. I've been praying for somebody to say me no one's heroic in my life. Don't even matter, I know it, I know it, I know I'm hurting deep down, but can't show it. I never had a place to call. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 5 p.m.